fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I see trees of green, red roses too. I am curious about the left side of the aisle. I am curious on how you're loving the country right now. Donald Trump was the most evil man on the face of the earth. He was the Nazi. He was the fascist. He was the most horrible human being where you had to leave because we needed progressivism. We needed socialism. And I ask you now, Democrats and progressives and liberals and socialists all over the nation, how are you feeling with this economy right now? How are you feeling with this 8.5% inflation right now? How are you loving the fact that prices are skyrocketing left and right? How are you loving buying a lesser amount of goods with the same amount of money? Andy, what do you mean? Oh, here's a headline from the Associated Press. It's not just inflation, but it's also the quantity that you're receiving. Corn chip manufacturers are shrinking packages and sizes of the bags with shrinkflation. Right now we have Kleenex boxes that are selling 60 Kleenexes in a box as opposed to 65. Yogurt containers have shrunk from 5.3 ounces to 4.5 ounces. Uh, Bars of soap have gone down from 155 grams in weight to 135 grams in weight. Most of the global price inflation was up near 7% globally, especially 8.5% here in the nation. How does that feel, Democrats? You wanted Donald Trump out, and you wanted Joe Biden in. I'm curious on if you're happier with the way things are right now than what they were just two years ago. I'm very <laughs> I'm very curious of this. I don't know. Welcome into the show. It's great to have you along for the ride today. How are you feeling going into a Wednesday for the middle of the week? Gas prices continue to climb. I tried to get gas here in the Wichita area where I'm broadcasting from. What is it? 6, uh, 430, 440, 450. It's way higher in states like California and other places as well. I am curious on what their takeaway is here. And when the media tries to report this, they end up shooting themselves in the foot unintentionally. They try to uh, talk about how great Joe Biden is. Hey, the voters, let's go to a safe place. Let's go to a district that's very blue, that has a lot of support, probably a lot of women and a lot of minority population. Let's talk to them on the street and see, hey, you know what? Yeah, things are bad, but we'll be all right. And I trust in Joe Biden to come through and pull us through this and to fix the issues. And what MSNBC did, they kind of had to put their foot in their mouth. The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting? For the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road. Definitely. Definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas and this administration has more expensive gas. <laughs> Oops. 
Oops. That was a Hispanic individual at the gas station holding a little girl, a, a precious uh, little girl and uh, his daughter, I'm assuming. And as they ask, hey, you know, inflation's up a little bit. Gas prices are a little bit higher. You know, is this going to change your opinion in voting right now? Is this going to change the way that you're going to cast your ballot? We assume being a minority like you are, being a Hispanic individual like you are, and probably watching us, MSNBC, <laughs> where everybody apparently just paid attention to them, when we just railed on Donald Trump for the last few years of being a racist and hating the Hispanic population in some way, shape, or form, we assume that we're in safe territory here saying, yeah, I don't really know who to vote for. I'm up in the air. I'm open. I'm, I still think that, Donald, that Joe Biden's going to be able to pull this through. It's still way better than that racist guy that we had in the past. And instead, hey, all I know is that the past administration, we had cheap gas, and now we don't have cheap gas. So if it came back to it, I would vote for the other guy because I want cheap gas again. They don't know. I, I will say this is the perfect learning lesson, which I'm all about learning lessons on this program, and as you know. And first off, welcome to the program. This is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. we got a lot to get to. Blaine Pardo is coming up at the bottom of the hour. He is author of his latest book, The Democratic Party Playbook, Election 2022. What are they going to do going into election season, which I think is relatively appropriate, as we have California primary electoral results coming in from last night. We'll talk about those in a little bit. He also wrote a piece on There Will Be Blood out of the American Thinker on the AmericanThinker.com website, which I think is appropriate as well after hearing the news that someone was arrested near Brett Kavanaugh's home with a weapon because he's a terrible, horrible, evil, chauvinistic man who apparently raped women back in the day, and he hates the fact that Brett Kavanaugh is still on the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So we'll get to all that here in just a little bit, but this is a perfect learning lesson. I want to play the full clip here. This is again MSNBC asking the Hispanic population, the minority communities, what they think of the economy right now. And will that change your position on voting? Because, you know, obviously we give you a whole bunch of stuff as Democrats and progressives. What is this going to do for your voting? The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely, definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas. And this administration has more expensive gas. And this is a bottom line, strictly financial. <laughs> Did you hear? He gets a little defensive. So there's a pause. Wait a second. So this is strictly financial. You don't care who's in office. You just want the cheaper gas prices, even if he's a terrible, horrible human being. How how dare you? How dare you think that way? Are you really considering just based strictly on your finances? Conclusion for you. I mean, it's a housing market. It's everything you previously mentioned. I mean, gas is gas is up. Mortgages are going down right now. Here's the latest that uh, mortgage demand is on the way down with the ongoing interest rate hikes that we're seeing for the first time in 22 years. According to CNBC, we have the lowest demand for mortgages right now. Individuals trying to get their homes, which means we are no longer expanding for the first time in 22 years in the United States of America. We're seeing the economy on a massive decline going into a recession and an economic slowdown that investors are pulling out of the stock market, which is why we're seeing that consistent decline in stocks going down right now. We have a 22-year low of individuals trying to get mortgages. All of you that are uh, anywhere between 18, 19, 20 years old, even up to 30 years old now, or even more than that, that are trying to be first-time homebuyers. 
which if you're 18 years old and trying to be the first-time homebuyer, then kudos to you because I was not able to do that at my age. But I'm sure there are some out there in some way, shape, or form that are privileged. How dare you? Because your privilege is showing by the young individuals wanting to actually purchase homes. But for the first time in 22 years, a massive decline, the lowest decline in demand for mortgages that we've seen in this nation because we can't afford the interest. I mean, I guess that's going to help home prices a little bit. In the real estate market, because there's been such a high demand and we've been trying to scrounge, you can't find anything on the market under like $300,000 across most of the country. Homes in California have gone from $300,000 to $500,000. Colorado's done the same thing. Here in Kansas, where I'm at, we're kind of not that high, but still the same uh, same idea, same inf- uh, inflation rates going on in the country uh, just for the home, for a basic home, for a first-time home buyer. It's impossible to find $100,000 first-time home as a kind of a fixer-upper thing? Yeah, that's impossible to get now. You just can't do it. But we're fixing that, by golly. We're going to outprice so many people that no one can get that, meaning those young couples, those young families, those young ones trying to buy their first home or someone wanting to move for a job or move for a better opportunity, you can't do that any longer. You just can't do it. And the media, shock and awe, Shock and awe about someone making decisions based on their financial pocketbook. This is strictly financial for you? Like, you want Republicans to take control and, like, stop transgender processes for young children? You want, like, critical race theory to end in public education systems? You want Republicans who are evil and horrible and hate you for being Hispanic, according to the Democrat playbook? You want them to be in office? Because... Of your pocketbook? How dare you live paycheck to paycheck? The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely. Definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas. <laughs> and this administration has more expensive gas. Yep, it's very simple. This is a very good learning lesson for the media, and I hope they take this to heart because they probably put their foot in their mouth by airing this live on TV and they didn't know how to respond to something like this. But this could be a very good learning lesson for them because this here, I mean, obviously it's more complicated than that. Is is that a grand scheme of things? One administration had low gas prices, the other had high gas prices. Yes. It's true. There are obviously deeper factors that go into play here because it's politics and it's government. And there is a lot of administrations and agencies and departments and everybody that's involved in these decisions and policy making. So when we blame an administration one way or the other, is it solely them? No. Is it the policy that they promote? Yes. So he's right. But they also need to take this as a learning lesson that, hey, you have created the simple minded low information voter out there where you assume that whatever you say, they're just going to go along with you as the mainstream media. You have created a voter base that makes their decisions strictly off a 15 second campaign ad that's on TV, strictly off of listening to a 30 second news blip that you put out there about how bad Donald Trump is. And you expect them just to take it to heart and just run with it in that sense. This needs to be a learning lesson for you that it's not working any longer, that no matter what you tell them, they're basing their decisions on their own personal needs. And right now their own personal needs are, Oh my gosh, I can't buy groceries. I can't buy gas to get to work. 
I'm not getting a pay increase at my work to be able to cover the increase in groceries or gas. I'm strapped with my budget because I live paycheck to paycheck with what, what like 80% of Americans do across the country. I can't survive and do what I'm doing right now. So, yeah, if I had a choice, I would vote for the guy that had lesser gas prices. It's a very simple mindset, and he's right. But the media needs to take this to heart and realize, hey, if we're going to have any influence at all any longer, then we need to actually step up the game and educate people a little bit more because they've tried with the Biden administration and we can see how well it's actually worked. To me, we have the strongest economy perhaps I have ever seen. Shit. <laughs> As CNBC tries to hype up their left wing progressives at the same time, when the gun issue comes up, for example, as they still try to promote that one, I mean, we have a January 6th hearing that has officially started today. The broadcasted multimedia presentation in the House hearing uh, in the House chamber for the January 6th about how bad Trump was again and the Republicans that were involved in it and how everybody within the MAGA group is the most extreme radical political organization in the history of the United States and how we're all just a bunch of domestic terrorists. Now, while they're doing that, the question that pops into my mind first off is what are they trying to distract us from that's actually going on in Washington, D.C.? And unfortunately, what they are distracting us from is a major debate in the Senate regarding guns in the Second Amendment where even moderate Republicans like the hack Pat Toomey is out there saying, hey, you know what? I think that we actually uh, might be able to get a good amount of Republicans to support these bills in the swing chamber like the Senate. Well, I certainly hope we're going to have uh, an expansion of background checks. You know, Senator Manchin and I have been working on this for a long time, and we've tried to establish that at least for commercial sales of firearms, there ought to be a background check. There ought to be background. Uh, apparently, we don't have those any longer. But hey, how many do you think could actually work here? So you can get four other Republicans to stand with you, the six who are negotiating? My hope is we'll get a lot more than that. My hope is we'll, we'll get at least half the Republican conference. <laughs> get half the Republican conference in the Senate to vote for gun legislation, to expand background checks, to put red flag laws into place, and to ban more firearms. Yeah, that sounds like a reasonable thing. Well done there, Pat Toomey. But they don't want you to hear about that conversation going on right now. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So all the negative things going on in the country, I don't say those to be the negative Debbie Downer because I'm a very optimistic, positive kind of guy. I'm always in a good mood for the most part, for the most part. But I always see an opportunity. I don't see things just, ah, things are terrible. I always see it as an opportunity for us to grow and do well. So when we talk about the food shortage, that is a very scary thing. When we talk about a looming World War III with Russia, that is a very scary thing. When we talk about the mobster left mentality where they're just violent and extremists and doing their crazy things, when they're trying to take away the firearms and then distract us with a hearing openly from the House uh, chamber with a January 6th committee with a multimedia presentation about all this video documents of trying to piece things together, almost like a Michael Moore video, to brainwash individuals. And we talked about that yesterday, about the really the malicious intent behind something like that and uh, how it's kind of a testing the waters to see what they can do for a government-run media outlet that's, that's going to fall under the category of the disinformation governance board remember that's on pause right now they're trying to rebrand it a little bit and they're going to change it to hey the media is not helping the biden administration right now the way that we need to and obviously they're shooting themselves in the foot when they're interviewing hispanic population uh the, the hispanic population about hey is this changing your vote now that it's in your pocketbook yeah the last administration had low gas prices this one doesn't so i'm gonna vote for that guy if he runs again <laughs> They're starting to realize how bad of a situation that they're in. So now they're testing the waters with a multimedia presentation to create some type of government media outlet and then start getting rid of all the private sector stuff, which, you know, good luck and, you know, well, try that, but it's not going to work for you very well. But I'm always the eternal optimist. I love optimism and the positivity. And right now we do have some positive news for you as we get into some of our latest and what's trending. What's trending today? As we are seeing, not all of the results coming in yet, but a lot of the results coming in for the primary elections out of the state of California. And there's some room for improvement, we could put it that way. Governor Gavin Newsom, in a recall uh, vote, ended up winning again overwhelmingly with near 56% of the vote. Now, right now, 49% has reported in. That's kind of weird because it's a day after, but that's what you get when you get the early voting and you get the mail-in drop voting and you get all the uh, just whatever that they want to vote any time to verify. So they're sitting at 49% reporting in right now, but uh, he is up 56% as we speak. Same with the Attorney General. Democrats have won that one. Secretary of State Democrats have won that one. However, again, the shining of the red light here in the positive news is that the controller, who's the chief bookkeeper for the state of California, has won as a Republican at 37%. Here's the other bit of interesting news. Rick Caruso was the Republican-turned-moderate-Democrat-ish, the multi-billionaire Mongol out of L.A., has uh, gone into the runoff election with Karen Bass 
for the L.A. mayor's position at 42 to 37 percent. That's with 50 percent of the vote reporting in as of about 50 minutes ago, according to The New York Times. But Rick Caruso was in the lead by about 20,000 votes in the city of L.A. That, to me, is mind-blowing. Because imagine, if you will, Los Angeles, the heartland of Hollywood, the heartland of the Hollywood elites, the heartland of the nutso left-wing crowd that are the uh, the the activists, the ones that are going to stand on some type of principle and try and preach to you about what's right and what's not right. A moderate Democrat, former Republican businessman is in the lead for a runoff there going into November. I find that fascinating. Very interesting indeed. So there is hope. And while we see all the devastation across the nation right now of how bad things are, remember, Republicans are in a major lead right now, which is why they're doing everything they can as Democrats to push their agenda and to ram it through before they lose the election because they realize they don't have a platform to run on, which we've said many, many times on the show, and you're probably sick and tired of me saying it. But I'm going to continue to say how awesome we're going to do in the November elections. As long as we don't shoot ourselves in the foot, we could actually do some positive stuff here. We could actually see some positivity in this nation and get things turned around or at least stop the downward trend that we're seeing right now. That wonderful world. Democrats, boy, you created your utopia, didn't you? Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a midweek celebration, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very, very much. By the way, I adjusted some of the audio levels a little bit, was getting some messages on the live stream that we were a little quiet, radio as well. So we bumped ours up just a It's hard. Don't want to over distort, but... I want to make sure everything's kind of balanced out a little bit. So let me know if that helps as we continue to engineer on the spot. Maybe that's what we're all about because, hey, we are a one-man band. I play the whistle and the kazoo and sing all at the same time <laughs> because we're awesome like that. Welcome back in. Lots to get to. Half hour uh, left of the program as we continue to see these crazy radical nuts. Also, comment, by the way, on the on 
the live stream. Will the dollar go away soon? I think it could eventually. I think it is going to be a little bit of time, but right now we're, here's my theory. They print so much money that it ends up becoming useless to where they say, well, the only thing you can do is just go to the electronic chip and go to the, the uh, debit card or to the government run, whatever. I mean, they're already trying to regulate $600 transactions out of your account to make sure that you're paying your fair share in taxes because it's all about the tax revenue to them. They don't give a crap. So it's on the way, but it is going to be a little bit of time yet for that one. Let's shift gears a little bit here. There was a headline in our latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? Of a man, according to MSN.com, man with weapon arrested near Brett Kavanaugh's home, according to officials. A man with a gun and a knife was detained by police uh, police earlier today at Brett Kavanaugh's home in Maryland after making threats against a Supreme Court justice. Now, I'm assuming that they don't like him because he's still some like homogenistic like sexist rapist guy and how dare that he actually stay on the u.s supreme court obviously hashtag fake news is joe is uh, donald trump would say you are fake news but that's what they believe because they probably listen to the left-wing mainstream media but there's a bigger picture here of is this the trend we're starting to see there's a lot of hate in the world now you can't have a social media dialogue without someone threatening you or calling you a name or, you know, being the keyboard warrior in some way, shape or form. So when I get into a discussion, I do it for all fun and giggles and just see if I can poke the bear and see how long it lasts. And I do it for pure entertainment value and I'm tired of it. Then we just kind of move on. And this guy, our next guest who we've had on the program before has called a lot of what we're seeing today. And is it going to get worse? And is it something we need to be concerned about moving further into election cycle? As he is the author of the latest book, the Democratic Play, uh, Party Playbook of Election 2022. He also has a piece out from the AmericanThinker.com. There will be blood that calls of exactly like this of what happened with the threat against Brett Kavanaugh. Blaine Pardo on the line with us again here. Blaine, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I live outside washington dc so you know how much fun that is yeah yeah exactly it's uh you get to see the cesspool firsthand when you actually get into that area this is i mean you called this your piece there there will be blood this is a few weeks old from the american thinker but we knew this was coming between the leaked opinion pieces out of the u.s supreme court between uh, uh regarding abortion with the mass shootings that we've seen and the push for gun control and evil republicans and nra members wanting to preserve the second amendment and you know freedom and personal security and self-defense with the low approval ratings that biden continues to see and the desperation the democrats are going to get as we get closer to election season the radical left they take things to another level don't they and we could potentially see a little bit more violent outbreaks throughout the summertime I'm predicting a summer of mostly peaceful protests, as they like to call them. Yeah, this has become the tool that the left uses when they can't get their way. They're a lot like petulant children throwing a tantrum, except their tantrum involves, you know, firebombings and, you know, assassination attempts and things along those lines. You know, and they've been courting this for a while I think Biden himself, you know, he encouraged people to go protest at the Supreme Court justices' houses, et cetera. And I, I think that was a huge mistake. One, it's a violation of federal law because you can't influence a judge or justice who's working on an opinion on a case. And, and second, it encourages these nut jobs to, to carry it out to the next level. But 
you know, they got away with it in 2020, and there's absolutely zero that's changed that's going to stop them from doing this again this summer. Yeah. The playbook, as you mentioned, the Democrat Party playbook, what do you think they're going to do for the campaigns? I mean, they don't have anything to run, as we've talked about numerous times on this program. The economy's in the tank, record high gas prices, mortgage applications are at a 22-year low right now. We have the largest immigrant caravan coming up to the U.S. border of illegal immigrants uh, than we've ever seen before. We have foreign policy disasters right now. We have a food shortage coming up, for crying out loud, where we can't get baby formula or produce on the shelves here relatively soon. What could Democrats possibly run on going into the election? Well, what they're going to do is try to link. This is why there's been such a push for this January 6th commission to start its production. Um, And that's what I want to call it, because, you know, they've hired an ABC producer to do the TV production for it. They've hired writers who write political thrillers to actually write the book on it. What they're going to try to do is link every Republican to a coup d'etat that never actually happened, um, nor was it even conceived. Um, That's their goal, because they can't win on the actual issues that are impacting Americans, like inflation and and shortages. You know, just this weekend, I I stopped at a gas station and they were out of diesel gas. Turns out we, that's our next big thing looming is a diesel shortage. Wow. Um, you know, and, and when you think of everything that's carried by diesel, we're in a world of hurt if that actually transpires. But they can't win on the actual issues that are impacting Americans. So what they're going to do is try to paint every Republican as a racist, every Republican as a you know someone who supports school shootings. They're going to try to paint every Republican as part of a grand insurrection plot that they've crafted on their own in, in this January 6th committee. Is it going to work? We played a little bit ago, and I'll play this clip again from MSNBC, where they kind of got caught off guard and kind of get their foot stuck in their mouth. Uh, while they were on the streets trying to talk to minority voters down in Florida, wherever they were, talking about, hey, uh, the gas pump starting to hit your pocketbook a little bit more than usual. Does this change the way you feel about the candidates and politics? The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely. Definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas. And this administration has more expensive gas. <laughs> I mean, you can call us a racist all you want to, but at the end of the day, we had $2 gallons of gas as opposed to $5 gallons of gas. I, I can't say that this strategy of theirs is actually going to be successful. I just, you asked the question, what are they going to do? And I, I wanted to lay it out for you. You know, the average American feels it. But, you know, I, if you're getting your news from The View, if you're getting your news from MSNBC or CNN, and a lot of Americans are still, you know, you believe that everything is sunshine and frickin' roses with Joe Biden and his administration, and that this is all Putin's fault, or it's all Trump's fault. And, you know, they believe that narrative. And I I have people that I know who are friends of mine who they've drunk that Kool-Aid and, you know, they cannot admit that they voted in the wrong person to begin with. And they can't admit that he's made all the bad decisions that have gotten us into this. 
It is Blaine Pardo. BlainePardo.com is the website. Check out his latest book as well, the Democratic Party Playbook, uh, Elections 2022. Also his piece, There Will Be Blood. Uh, we talked about the violence already with Kavanaugh. We talked about the violence of trying to stage protests in front of the Supreme Court justices. Let's take the gun issue, for example, right now. We're trying to pass eight different pieces of gun legislation after the shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas. And, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Pat Toomey and, and, and some of those other senators think that Republicans are getting on board with red flag laws and additional restrictions on firearms. If they don't, do you think that's going to be another outcry of violent protests in the streets as well? You know, it, it is amazing, but I, I honestly believe that that'll help fuel some of this. Even the guy that approached Kavanaugh's house said he was going after him on the abortion issue and on the fact that he was worried that he would be loose on gun control legislation. Uh, yeah, which is just wow. it's absolutely crazy, but they, they're willing to stoop to violence for whatever it takes to achieve their goals. And, you know, they've entered into kind of an unholy alliance with the Antifa and these other radical groups that are out there who embrace violence, who are embracing anarchy. Um, and they let them be their brown shirts. They sure. literally are using them the same way Hitler used, you know, the brown shirts and the stormtroopers to do his dirty work. And we're seeing that right now. So, there's no reason to think that they're going to change tactics or, or that suddenly they're going to go, you know, we're not going to go to that violent extreme. I think they're actually going to, to embrace it fully. Well, we already saw it in the last election when they were saying get in the face of Trump voters and run them out. And if anybody's an elected official that supports Trump to run them out of restaurants, I mean, we saw the early presets of it and it's only gotten worse from there, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. You know, it, it's, it's become to the point where if you, you know, if you in certain areas, if you have a Republican bumper sticker on your car, it becomes vandalized and that's accepted. <laughs> and the police go along with that. Um, it's one of the reasons I don't enjoy spending much time in Northern Virginia is it's just kind of full of the wackos and weirdos up there that, you know, believe that Biden is some great savior who has saved us from the evil orange man with his bad tweets. Yeah. Um, these people love the violence and they saw that it worked. And you know what it's like if you've got kids, if you reward bad behavior, you get more bad behavior. And what they saw is they rioted, burned cities, destroyed property, injured and wounded police officers. And they got away with it. Yeah. And they got away with it. They got away with it. Let's take a break here. It's Blaine Pardo, BlainePardo.com, the Democratic Party playbook, also his piece, There Will Be Blood with the American Thinker. When we come back, I want to talk about how do we counter that? How do we play the same game with different rules for each party? We'll do that when we come back here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here for the midweek celebration. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends 
or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. John Ryder is welcome back into the program. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening all over the nation. We love you. We appreciate you very, very much. Because your millennial general does do what do's does what we do all day long <laughs> right here on the show. By the way, thank you for everybody that signed up for the newsletter for the month of June. We'll do it again for the month of July. Sign up at HoosierReason.com. Totally free. You can just go to the website at HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. Become a Hoosier-holic when it asks you and say, yes, I want to, and sign up with your email, and we will send you our monthly newsletter that we do every single month, and uh, it seems to be gaining some more popularity. Plus, the latest blog that we have is an op-ed on the OpsLens website, O-P-S-L-E-N-S.com. You can go and read that piece along with our uh, live video stream that they host for us every day on the interweb as well. Right now, we're hanging out with Blaine Pardo, BlainePardo.com, the book, The Democratic Party Playbook Election 2022. And first off, before we get into moving forward with uh, different issues, here's here's the big thing, Blaine. As we see the violent outbreaks for the issues that have come up, coincidentally right towards primary election season time we have the leaked opinion piece from the supreme court we had the shooting so now we can push for abortions and trying to save kids from shootings which i find ironic on those two issues but that's the platform for the democrats is there another issue that you think that's going to be like oh the bombshell right before the election the big drop of how this is the most important thing that we need to go to the elections and in the polls for uh what is going to be that issue because I never thought children would be the driving force, but yet we've seen the C, the critical race theory, we've seen the abortion issue, and now we've seen the gun issue in classrooms. Children have by, kind of been the focal point so far. You know, I, I don't know what the next thing on the horizon is. I wish I was that good. Um, I'd use that scale for stocks. But when all is said and done, I, I think the biggest challenge that they're going to be facing, and the one that that has the potential of showing up 
is uh, another push against parents and parental rights. Mm -hmm. That's been a quiet issue for a while, and the rights of parents, I think, is really going to become a paramount thing again. And it's going to come up during the summer, I think, as we get closer to the school year starting, you're going to see a lot more evaluation of what's going on in the classrooms, and you're going to hear more screams of, well, these parents are all domestic terrorists. Yeah. Um, they, they seem to have very little problem labeling people, et cetera. The other thing that could be big is if this abortion thing goes, uh, they've already kind of started targeting the Catholic Church, which historically, it, you know, when you go after people's religion, is a real dumb move. Not a smart move, but, yeah. You know, I, I can kind of picture them pushing that narrative a little bit further, too, and I think that's going to backfire on them as well. That's a great point. Now, the big issue here in the last about two minutes that we have is how do we play a game where the rules are separate for two different parties? Because we don't believe in violent outbreaks. We don't believe in violent uprisings. We don't believe in that unless it's absolutely necessary. And right now we're in the middle of a political civil war. But God forbid anybody pick up arms and actually do something because we don't want that. We don't like that. We advocate against that because we have even with all our flaws, still the greatest nation on the face of the earth, while the other side wants to, as Barack Obama said, fundamentally transform the United States of America, and that is with whatever means necessary, including Antifa, including Black Lives Matter, including the radical left. So how do we play the same game that is the game of politics and moving forward as a nation when they believe in violent outbursts and we believe in civil uh, in civil discussion? Well, I think what we've got to do is appeal directly to the American voter, and we, we have to tie these Democrats to the boat anchor that is Joe Biden. You know, and, and you have to ask them when you're in a debate, come right out, go, do you support Joe Biden's policies? Do you support what he's done for the country? And when they try to tell an audience that, you know, hey, the economy's really doing well, you just don't know it. And when they try to tell everybody that things are better, as you've mentioned in that piece you played a little bit earlier, the American people know what's going on. They go and pump gas. Yeah. They go and buy groceries. They know that they're being taken you know, to the bank by these people and their progressive agendas. So it puts them in a position where they either have to bail on Joe Biden or they have to, or they have to accept Joe Biden and they're tied to that anchor. That's going to be interesting to see, and I think they're starting to work on the bailing. The media is starting to bail as well because they can't cover them any longer either, which I find quite ironic. So it's going to be interesting to see how they move forward into election season. It is Blaine Pardo, BlainePardo.com, the Democratic Party playbook, election 2022. Also check out his piece in TheAmericanThinker.com. There will be blood. Blaine, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. Let's do it again soon. Thank you very much, Andy. Have a great week. You as well, my friend. Always a pleasure. That does the for us today. Podcast up in a little bit. Back at it tomorrow for a pre-Friday celebration. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. Have a good one. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch The Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative 
alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course, yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.